The News of Other Brown West Ham podcast is brought to you by 888sport.com forward slash West Ham. And the bet is this. Norwich this weekend. West Ham to win. Andy Carroll to score at any time. 15 to 1 on your first bet. Can't beat those odds. 888sport.com forward slash West Ham. Valencia going through. And a great chance at the far post. Put away by Antonio, who hurts Liverpool again. West Ham take the lead with the first goal in the tie shortly before half time of the replay. Oh, Coutinho. And he's done just that. He's squeezed it in and it's 1 1 and they've got a goal. Under the wall. Okay, still looking lively. And he's in here. This could be the moment for Christian Benteke. Great stop by Randolph. Keeps West Ham alive in front of their own fans in this fourth round replay. Collins is there. Ogbonna's there. Carroll's there. Oh, it's there! It is Ogbonna! West Ham have won it in the most dramatic fashion. The delivery was worth the wait. Make me feel alive again. Hello, welcome to the News of Other Brown West Ham podcast. What a night last night. Joining us here in the studio, firstly, Bianca Westwood, who was there. Yes, I was. Still buzzing, actually. Oh, Still under buzzing. the lights. Also here, the editor-in-chief is the G-G-G-G-G-G-Unit. Graham Howlett. Hi guys, nice to be back. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I mean, let's just quickly say, last night. What can you say? What a night. Fantastic, marvellous. Just one of those nights that we were hoping for, I think, in this last year, right? Um, To get at least one more of those big cup nights at the bowling. And we got it. Yeah. You, you soaked up the atmosphere in an executive box with a prawn I did. sandwich. I did. I was with the prawn sandwich brigade <laughs> last night. And it was actually really good to not be in the press box for once because I could sing, swear a little bit, <laughs> call on your irons. It was so nice to feel like a fan again. It's yeah. been a long time. So, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. And to beat Liverpool again, I mean... Three times in a season. Hello. Fantastic. Have we oh. ever done that before in history? Beaten three times in nope. one season. Nope. Is that yep. a fact? There you go. No, it's, the first, it's the first time we've ever beaten them in the FA Cup as well, apparently. Which, oh, wow. Uh, was an I, interesting one. Is it the first time? Apparently so. No, mm. I don't think so. No? That, is this kind of research on air? really <laughs> marks us out. <laughs> we beat them in the Milk Cup in 1988 when Paul Ince did that double that time. Um, oh, right. I, I didn't know that. It's the first time in the FA Cup, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Now you've you thrown so? me now because I've I've, <laughs> I've poured all my faith in soccerbase.com. A little plug for them there, but that's where I usually get my stats from. Well, um, I read the so, Times today and it said uh, it was the eighth time of asking. So oh, right. I, that would suggest that we have beat them in the FA Cup before, but I might be wrong. Okay. We'll, we'll need we'll, to. We'll have to look at that I'm one sure at the end everybody of the show. will let us know. <laughs> yeah. If you were there when we did beat them before, <laughs> podcast at kumb.com. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, on the show, <laughs> uh, show today, uh, we'll be talking about, obviously, that Liverpool game. We'll be talking about the Southampton game that came before it. We'll have a, a special relegation update, obviously, you know, Survival Saturday 2 this weekend. Uh, the seats prepared at the Olympic Stadium. Yes. We'll also talk about LLDC, LLDC, the possibility of a ground share. Um, 
Vazte back in Turkey or Portugal? I'm not sure, actually. Turkey. 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 There it's you Turkey. go. Okay. Uh, and then we'll have some predictions for Norwich game this weekend. Uh, but firstly, why don't we, we begin with some feedback from last week. Uh, Tony Gale was on Bianca. What a man. Gailey, I mean, I knew it because I've known him for quite some time now, but I think all the listeners understand what an incredible guy he is. And we've got a bit of feedback here. The first one from 1861 once more. Gailey really is one of us, ain't he? <laughs> oh, lovely man. He really is one of us. Disco says... Another great show, guys. This has been my first season of listening to the podcast and I've thoroughly enjoyed them all. Some great guests. Gailey sounds like he would be a great bloke to have a night on the town with. And we did have a few drinks <laughs> with him afterwards, didn't I mean, we? I was I was pretty pissed. Yeah. It took me a couple of days to get over that hangover. Not just because I'm old now, but because Gailey, he can sink them. He can sink them. Yeah, vodka, was it vodka and... Vodka and lemonade, I think he was drinking. Yeah, I think it was. There you go. Drink yeah. of choice for Tony Gale if you ever see him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Line him up for him. I also need to uh, give a shout out to Michael and his dad, who I saw at, I think it was Plasto Station last night. Big uh, podcast listeners. Ah. And they wanted me to give them a little mention. So, hello, guys. There you go. Um, we also had C. Chiarte's Big Toe. Uh, I've only started listening to the podcast this year. What's even better is I've started to listen to some of the older ones where we're struggling, which makes these ones even more enjoyable. Yeah. There you go, Bianca. I bet you can't remember when we were rubbish. <laughs> Seems like so long ago. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> long time ago. Back in the days of Allardyce. Um, <laughs> lastly, we had a comment from HHCD who says, Tony Gale, Hammer of the Year 2016. What a guy. What a guy. Graham, any particular Tony Gale memories that stick out for you? I just thought he was really good last week. Uh, and it, it really came across uh, how much the club means to him, how much the fans and, uh, you know, his time there. Sometimes you get players in, um, you know, and it, it, that's not quite as evident. But mm. I think last week you could see that Gailey, you know, the club's very much in his heart. So yes, it was, was a good it, episode. So well done, everyone. Was it just a one. career for him, really? Yeah, was exactly. It West Ham? Exactly. It was, he felt it. You could tell it. You know, he, he got it, didn't it's, he? It's you in know? him now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> for life. Yeah. It's yeah. in him with a few vodka lemonades. <laughs> <laughs> you can debate this episode and previous episodes on the Knees of Mother Brown forum. And also you can email the show, podcast at KUMB dot com how you can get in touch with us so let's begin West Ham United 2 Liverpool 1 after extra time Graham Ogbonna in the last scene with with his header I it's mean what amazing was, what did it feel like it was amazing I mean we, we were sitting there and I'm sure you guys were the same right we were all prepared for penalties yeah. and we were all kind of looking through the team and, and trying to find five people that were still physically capable of taking a spot kick you know let alone your, your, your best five uh, and and then out of nowhere I mean the free kick was a little bit I can understand the Liverpool fans um, ire at, 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 you know, at, at that it was it was a little bit half-hearted I think um, however Roger East had given us nothing had he all night yep exactly you know, we, we oh, had a blatant penalty earlier yeah. in, the, in, in, in the game which he didn't give there was a string of decisions that were kind of 50-50 that didn't go our way, mm. which is why I was really surprised to see the Liverpool fans today saying how bad he was. And I thought he was kind of in their favour. But getting back to the goal, um, yeah, and, and so Pyatt perfectly delivered out, swinging free kick. And then who who 
who would you least expect to rise sort of salmon-like above the pack? Yeah. You know, he's not scored. Bonner's not scored a single goal for us yet. And there he was. And it was an absolutely beautiful header. Far corner, nestled in the, in the corner. Mignolet turns, you know, and, and you see the despair on his face. It was just a fantastic moment. And, it, you know, it, it's one of those. And I also wanted to say full credit to everyone at West Ham for last night because they made it a spectacle. Uh, it was £20 to get in. There won't be a single person who didn't say they got their money's worth last night, um, mm. even the Liverpool fans, I think, as well. But it was just a brilliant night. It was just one of those nights, that, as I said before, you hope to see before the season's over, and we got it. And just that stadium, just looking around. I mean, when, when he scored, I, I paused briefly to take a, a, a little video on my phone of everyone celebrating, and it was just just tremendous. It was just brilliant to see. So, what a night. What a night, eh? What yeah, a night no. it was. Um, Bianca, when that goal went in, was the, the trays of champagne... <laughs> Um, how much got spilled? Well, you're not allowed to have alcohol in the in the seats. Really? Not yeah. outside. Like you're no. to hide behind the curtain, like right. some sort of leper. Yeah, exactly. So we're all outside, and uh, it was just brilliant. I just I went mental. I went absolutely mental because I wasn't really expecting it. I was preparing myself, like you said, Graham, for penalties, yeah. <clears throat> and that moment. And Payet didn't have a brilliant game, did he? But even when he's not mm. at his best, he can still produce yeah. game-changing moments. And then Ogbonna, as you say, getting up there, head and shoulders above the rest. I think that's only the second goal he's ever scored. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think oh, okay. so. And In so for him, yeah, so for him God. to score that, and the crowd just went mental. And people have been tweeting videos um, of their reactions all day. So it's been great to watch that. It's just one of those experiences where you can say, "I was there." Yeah. And it's I'm so pleased that I got to have that because, you know, I don't know if I'll be able to go to another night game um, this season. So for me, it meant everything. And it was very emotional, I must say. <laughs> yeah. Um, earlier on in the game, they wasn't so sure. Coutinho, with that free kick, they're just under the wall. What were they doing jumping, Graham? What, what is the first thing? You've played football, right? Yeah. A, a, a uh, reasonable level. Terrible standard. <laughs> <laughs> but what is the first thing that, you know, you're, you're told as a central defender or any defender in a wall? Mm. You, you don't jump in the air. Right? That, but, that close to goal. Well, yeah, no, exactly. Like... Exactly. Right on the on the cusp of the penalty mm. area. Um, and, and, you know, and he just rolled it into the net, didn't he? And it just, you're, you're sitting mm. there and you go, what is going on? And the timing as well, you know, we, we got we got ahead with virtually the last kick of the first half. Brilliant time to score, mm. um, you know. Uh, and, and then, what was it, two or three minutes in the second half and we're back on level terms oh. and you're thinking, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Um, <clears> but it was all right. I ended up kissing loads of... You do, don't you? You just yeah, hug yeah. anyone who's exactly. there. <laughs> the nearest body. But it added to the drama. I know it was a poor goal to concede from that point of view, yeah. but it certainly added to it. I was, I said today, I was half expecting Stephen Gerrard to just pop up somewhere <laughs> and score the winner, and it was just unbelievable. And great goal as well by Antonio. That is oh, yeah. technique. Yeah, it was it such was a high ball as well. To stick that away he's been brilliant for me I absolutely love him I'm, I'm with Bianca I, I think we all know Pyatt's going to win the, the hammer of the year there's no question about that mm. but um, Antonio for me is, an, is a clear runner up mm. um, and on that goal specifically the, you know the technical aspect of it the way he adjusted his body yep. to, 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 to get in position to be able to volley it back was, was, was really impressive um, and then I, to defend, yeah, of course, for the yeah, yeah, and then to go the in and uh, fall back for the for the rest. And of the he game. he was outstanding, I thought, was competent, brilliant. composed on the ball. Even though everything kind of seemed to be going 
wrong everywhere. People were limping, and <laughs> yeah, he didn't look out of place. I think that's no, the thing he really to get it right didn't. back. He, he looked fine. But yeah. there, there was a I, I put a tweet of his I retweeted one of his messages from last September October just after he joined the club. You remember he couldn't get in the team at the start and he was struggling yeah. and there was a lot of people <clears throat> joking about you know if anyone's seen Antonio, please let us know. Blah blah blah. <laughs> David Gold included. But that's what I hate about things like that, though. You yeah. know, for him, for everybody to have been commenting so much, he wasn't going to go straight into the team. He'd come yeah. from a championship mm. background, even though he was brilliant for Forest. I used to watch him a lot. Yeah. Um, I just, I thought that was a bit unfair because he hadn't had a run of games. So, you know. Absolutely. But but the point being, I mean, he put the, he put this tweet out, um, which I'm sure you've read, saying that, you know, um, we, I haven't had a row with the manager, etc. Mm. I'm just waiting for my opportunity yeah. and I'll take it when it comes along. And he has. <laughs> yeah, hasn't he just? Absolutely. Hasn't he, you know, with, with both yeah. hands. Yeah. And feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a quick word on the injuries. I mean, uh, we touched on it there, but I think it was Kiate, O'Brien, Reed, all getting substituted with injuries. Yeah. Mm. How, I mean, what does that, what kind of shape does that leave us in for Norwich game? I think that leaves us in a shape where anyone who's got a pair of boots should uh, <laughs> yeah. bring them along. We're, we're running low, aren't we? We're, we're running really short because yeah. we've already got, I think, Lanzini and Sacco are probably another week or so away from but from all accounts. Yeah. Um, you know, so can we, we... We just have to struggle. By. They the might good, come back, though, those two, for the weekend. You think so this week? Yeah. I wonder they've... if they'll rush them a, a little bit to, to make sure they'll come back. Yeah, I'm not sure, but they might have to. You know, because we really are no We're bare bones. Badly. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It is Harry's favourite, isn't it? We are really bare bones, <laughs> totally. But uh, you know, we, we, I'm, I'm sure um, whatever eleven players Slav Fields, yeah, he'll have them up for it. Yeah, yeah hopefully. The Chiati injury quickly. He was knocked out, wasn't he? Yeah, it looked horrific. I didn't quite understand what happened there. No. I saw a couple. I haven't seen it since. I saw a replay briefly when we were in the box, but I didn't know because he seemed to be knocked out cold yeah, yeah. before he hit the ground. But what happened? Was it there a was head a injury? Clash or? of heads, I thought. But I, I didn't, didn't see it. Like, I like Bianca, I didn't see it properly. But that—that's what you know. Our little corner assumed anyway mm. that it had been some sort of head collision. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But he wanted to come back on. He did. He? Didn't he try and come so, back on? Yeah. And they said no. And yeah. But if they the... said he's going to be out then for the weekend. Or... He was in hospital, wasn't he last night? I'm just reading in the in the paper on the way in here. Oh, right. really? Apparently, they're going to monitor him for the next six days or so. So wow. I guess that okay. means he's out. Yeah, yeah. That means he's Big out. Big player. Great game last night. Yeah. Really, really good game yeah. again for us. Obiang was excellent as Brilliant well. Brilliant again. And he always has been B, isn't he? He's, yeah. he's never let us down when he's coming no. to the team. Mm. I also think Noble's really stepped up a gear in the last few games. Yeah. Uh, and he's he added was something. amazing, wasn't he, last Yeah, night? he was. He was terrific. Some of really his, you know, clever passes, his, you know, the vision, little flicks here and there, outside of the boot. He's mm. really become a bit more of a spectacular mm. player rather than just what we used to, just industry and, you know, yeah. functionality. I yeah. think he's added a little bit of an extra dynamism to his game. I think you're right. And I think the other thing is as well, um, he seems to have cut out those errors that were costing us. You know, mm. we quite frequently give away. Yeah. A bit like James Collins. Um, yeah. You know, we had a thread on the KUMB forum um, about Collins' foibles. <laughs> and, but it was every week you could point to one and there was a back yeah. pass that cost us or yeah. could have cost us. Noble was the same for a while. There was a lot of, he was giving away a lot of possession on the edge of the area and sort of in the, in the midfield that was costing us. But as you say, that he's eradicated that completely in yeah. the last few weeks. And I think he's playing really with real impressive. confidence and I think that might be an element of that you know the the more sort of games he's had and yeah. that his confidence has grown he's a captain he's very he seems very comfortable he loves yeah. Slavin Bilic as well you know it's a great season for him he's got his testimonial coming up I think yeah. he's just really having a great time and you can see that on the pitch mm. and he's his energy 
Yeah. He was to the 100 and whatever minute, 121st minute, he was running around. He is the engine at times. It seems as well like there's um, a ground swell of support for him at the moment because he's topping all the Premier League tables for mm. like length running and yeah. top part, incisive passes. And then Jamie Redknapp said on Sky, he said he's the he's the most likely player, in his opinion, sorry, the player who should have played for England who hasn't, like the top player who's never got a cap. I think if he'd shown this form yeah. a couple of seasons yes. ago, he might have got a chance. I just think he's a bit too late in the day for him now. Mm. You know who who's he going to go in instead of with some of the young midfielders yeah. that come in through? Yeah. I just I don't I think his but chance has gone unfortunately. I think the sad thing is probably you know Roy Hodgson being the useless manager he is, he's going to put <laughs> cleverly in there before before Mike Noble or like these players with reputations who don't deserve. Yeah, to but be isn't there. cleverly like the best player in the universe according to <laughs> according to Roberto Martinez? I love Roberto, but come on now. Do do we do we think that? Perhaps Mark's upped his game a little because there's more competition now. Do you think that's an that's element? Interesting. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. he's not guaranteed a place. I mean, you hear a, a lot of people talking at the ground and on the forums about, you know, you've got Kiati, you've got Song, you've got Obiang and yeah. Noble. Yeah. And if you if all four are fit, which two do you choose? Mm. And a lot of people are, are, are were saying that Noble wouldn't be in that selection. Yeah, it so. seems to have coincided with that, doesn't it? Well, I think we've had that, <laughs> haven't we? A lot. Uh, I think Sam Allardyce alluded to it. I mean that January when we had no defenders. Do you remember when we yeah. went to City and, and Nottingham Forest a, a year or two back? Um, and we're saying that that there was no competition for places, so a lot of players had just really got into a rut and they didn't have to work. Mm. Now we've got competition in all areas. I mean, we've got three right backs, well, four right backs now if we include Antonio, for yeah. example. Yeah. Mm. So there is competition all across the field. So I, hopefully that is bringing out the best in in everyone. Um, but. Long may it continue, eh? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, well, let's talk about the Southampton game. A game in which we were against 10 men for a lot of it, but yeah. lost 1-0, Graham, sadly. We did. Slow start, which, of course, <laughs> you hate. Have I mentioned that before? <laughs> By Any readers of KMB will know. You're not a fan of a slow start. Or the evening echo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to go through? Look, I've, yeah, I, it, I sat here and I did some extensive games? research on the train. Games on the way we've gone? It's 10 games we've gone. It's 10 games. That's it, B. <laughs> in which we've fallen behind, <clears throat> to, excuse me, to an early goal in the first half an hour. So I'm going to run through these quickly, but... It, it's it's constant throughout this throughout the season. Going back to August, we we started at home to Leicester. Um, Okazaki scored after 27 minutes. We lost that game 2-1. Bournemouth the following week. Wilson uh, scored twice inside the half opening half hour. He went on to get a hat trick, didn't he that day? Mm-hmm. Callum Wilson and we lost 4-3. Um, the following month in September at Leicester again in the cup. Uh, and at, Nor- at home to Norwich, in yep. fact, in the, in the last time we met them in the league, Brady uh, scored after eight minutes. Uh, we lost the Leicester game, obviously, in the Carling Cup. Managed to eke out a draw against Norwich in the end, so that wasn't so bad. Sunderland away in October, 2-0 down to goals from Fletcher and... Um I can't even read my own writing there. Some <laughs> and another Sunderland player. <laughs> another Sunderland player, not called Fletcher. Uh, inside 22 minutes. Then at Tottenham, we lost 4-1 and Harry Kane scored the opening goal on 23. Southampton at home. They had, Remember, we got murdered in the first half, didn't we? Yeah. We turned it around <clears> in the second half to win that 2-1. And uh, and then last month at Bournemouth, we fell behind. Harry Arter scored after 17 minutes at Newcastle. Perez and... Um, the other guy with the funny name it begins with W. Um, both Nailed scored, well, that's the one. Thank you, B. Thank you. Both scored early on. Um, we we obviously again we turned the Bournemouth game around to win, but lost at Newcastle. And then coming on to Southampton with the early goal to uh, to Yoshida after eight or nine minutes. So it's been a constant theme this year. And from those, you got any those, theories? 
I don't know. No, none, none whatsoever. Because <laughs> I, I thought we were be, going somewhere I've, with this. I've researched this deeply. However, there is there is no uh, there's there is no, no conclusion at the end of it all. Um, but it is a problem. We've played twenty nine games, I think, now this season. So that's nearly one in three games we've conceded an early goal. Mm. And you know, you just think about if we could have started a couple of those games differently, where could we be now? You know. Mm. Um, but it is a problem. I, I don't know why it is. Um, Slavin doesn't about, appear yeah, to know why it is he's either. He's talked about it himself. Um, and it's not a home or away thing because from those 10 games, four were at home and six are away. So it's not as if, you know, it's yeah. a specific problem um, being on the road or anything. So I don't know, but it is a problem. Hopefully Slavin has managed to sort it out <laughs> in time for this weekend. But we'll see, I guess. But yeah, so who knows? Who knows? Yeah, that Southampton performance, B, were you happy with it overall? Um, I would have been if we hadn't have conceded early because <laughs> it would have been nil nil. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, no. <laughs> I was happy with how we responded, um, because Southampton are a, a good side. Yes, they are. Even with ten men, mm. you know, they're very rarely rolled over. So I was happy with the way we worked, um, but we didn't create anything, did we? And no. You'd have to do something pretty special to get past Fraser Forster at the moment, especially after his... Um, I mean, he kept four clean sheets before that, and it was five, wasn't it? Um, That's right, yeah. So I thought we didn't test him enough. Um, that was disappointing for me. But, yeah, if we hadn't have conceded that, that early goal, we, we'd have taken a point back, and that would have been a really good point. Yeah. So... Mm. 18 shots, two on target, 65% possession... I mean, we what, what was it? We don't seem to have that final ball or that final shot on target to at the moment, like that bit of quality. Maybe was that was that overall? Yeah. Um, those statistics because there were, there was a a point in the second half uh, coming towards the end of the game where the BBC mentioned that we'd enjoy something like eighty percent of possession in the in second the half, half as well. but yeah. we couldn't create. But you're exactly right. When but the problem is with West Ham, as we know. When um, Dimitri Pyatt's not on form and he's not turning on, we don't have anyone with the creativity to kind of unlock a defence, yeah. especially in those circumstances. Except Lanzini, where, who also isn't there. Exactly, exactly, <coughs> who's, there, who's the other guy who can mm. do it. But when you've got a well-drilled Southampton team, as B says, a good Southampton team, and they're all sitting behind the ball, it's very difficult, you know. Um, the, the only good thing, I think, that came out of it was the fact that Bilic didn't put his hand to his ear as he walked off the pitch, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, with that, uh, you know, you don't have to have possession to win a match. Yeah, Leicester, exactly, has, exactly. Leicester have proved mm. that. Yeah. You take their two best players out, Alza, Lanzini and Payet, you take away Mares and Vardy, would they be winning every week? Of course not. They've got Robert Hoop. What are you on about? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think, you know, you have to sort of put it in perspective mm. that we've had a lot of players missing. So sometimes that creativity will suffer and Payet's not going to be, you know, it's very difficult to be the main man week in, week out. And it's his first Premier League season. He did look a bit tired for me last night little bit jaded but as I said he can still turn it around when he wants to the difference also with Pyatt is the first few weeks months of the season he was he was an unknown uh, relatively in this yeah. country now and now he's, he's, he's got about. two players and on his back absolutely, absolutely. All game. so it's, it's a lot more difficult already mm. yeah uh, interesting stat out of that Southampton game there have been a Premier League high of 10 red cards in games involving West Ham this season for uh, four, four of those red cards for us six for the opposition 
Is that something about the way we play? Well, I like, said to, are we winding them up? Well, I we... said to James Collins about this because we've had a few red cards and even in pre-season, didn't we? Yeah. We had well, a few. Europa League as well, I said, yeah. listen, you yeah. don't want to get into the Europa via fair play again, do you? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, there might be something in there. <laughs> they want to actually, you know, finish yeah. sixth or fifth. Do it properly. Yeah, get into, the, get into Europe properly. So, yeah, maybe there is something in that then. It is weird, though. I mean, I remember at the start of the season, it was nearly every game someone was being sent off. Yeah. And and it seems to the last is it the last two games? Villa, Villa, of course, yeah. ended with ten, and, and yeah, Southampton. Um, last night we ended with about six, but through <laughs> slightly different circumstances. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, really, it's it? a really strange one. I don't know. It's yeah. just been so. Maybe many. we're frustrating teams more than we used to. It could be. Do you think it's the referees as well? They're a little bit more under pressure too. Because let's be honest, we have had some crap referees this season. Yeah, but when you look at the last two, I mean, when Yama, he dived in, didn't he? I don't know what happened there. So I don't know if it's the way we're frustrating them or we're just coming up against players who are, you know, going through frustrating times. And when Yama was on Pyatt as well, wasn't it, Pete? Yeah. Another Mm. one like it was just like James. You could imagine Pyatt would really annoy you after a while, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, as an opposition player, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. It drive you nuts. The constant exactly. humiliation. <laughs> yeah, thirty thousand people. The backs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the needs of Mother Brown West Ham podcast is brought to you by eight 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 sportcom forward slash West Ham. Big Andy Carroll. He's looking like he may score. We've got Norwich away this weekend. They're in terrible form. We seem to be doing all right. Andy Carroll to score. Us to beat Norwich. Fifteen to one on your first bet. And that's at 888sport.com forward slash West Ham. Um, cool. All right. Well, let's round up some other West Ham news. Firstly, relegation update, Graham. We're on 39 points now. Obviously, it's mid-Feb. Have we got it in the tank to stay up? Well, it's you know it, it's beginning to look a little bit nervous again, isn't it? <laughs> follow, follow that defeat at Southampton. Who knows? Can we just get over the line? Yeah. I, I, what, what's our record? Does anyone know this? Is I think it's about fifty-six, fifty-seven points. Mm, who that record in the Rover? Premier League? I, I hate using that as a, as a statistic because obviously there was a hundred years of football before that, but mm. the memory's not quite that good. But I, I, I think. Um, Redknapp, I think it was about mm. nine. It was the year we qualified for Europe, I believe. We got 57. Oh, uh, right. Um, so that's another 18. How many games have we got left now? 11, 12 games? Oh, we've really done our research this week, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> we're looking terribly poor, aren't we? I can barely tell um, you what day we were out till we're late last night. Morning, that's yeah. out. Well, that's my excuse, anyway. <laughs> but I, I think we, you know, it's possible we could beat the record still. So hopefully we will get over that, you know, that, that, that 40 point margin fairly soon. Yeah. Do you think it could be a record breaking season, Bianca? Uh, well, I think we've got it in our locker. If we can get some players back, you know, mm. um, it could really be an exciting end to the season. So, yeah, mm. definitely. Um, in other West Ham news, obviously, we beat Liverpool. So let's just have a quick word on Blackburn away in the fifth round. Uh, yeah. We got to this stage last year and got absolutely smashed by West Brom and we all convinced ourselves we were going to win the cup. Yeah. Mm. But this year, Blackburn away, winless in eight games. They're right at the bottom of the championship-ish. They've just lost Jordan Rhodes as well. Oh, that's, that's lovely. That's yeah. a biggie. Yeah. This is a game we're going to lose, isn't it? <laughs> well, on. I said that last night. I said, we've done all of this and we're going to go to Ewood oh. and absolutely fold. It's, it's like last year when we did Everton in, on penalties and we yeah. had that fantastic night where Adrian scored, scored the win the and pen. we were all yep. up for the cup and then we got absolutely mullered and David Sullivan got attacked in but, the, in the oh. car park. Oh, yeah. Do you remember by those, yeah. those lunatics? Such thin margins, isn't it? <laughs> I do think we have stepped up a bit of a level since yeah. then. Yeah, though. Yeah, we have, right, we've, right. got, we've got a different mentality now and Mark Noble talked about it last night night in the post-match they've got a real belief and a real desire and you can really feel that I think so 
Yeah, I don't think it's going to be uh, an easy game for Blackburn for sure. Yeah, that worries me even more though. This newfound confidence is kind of we're going to be fine. It's only Blackburn. You need to st- no, you, you need to start changing your your mentality. West Ham mentality. You're right. Come You're on, right. Graham. You are absolutely start right. Start believing. Need, we need to be need to be more positive. I mean, we're sitting here talking about thirty nine points and and all that and yeah. Yeah, I suppose I suppose you're right, but it's just so difficult, B. You know, isn't it? When we when we've sat there for years and years and we've watched season after season yeah, of, of disappointment, it is ingrained. It is totally, it yeah. is totally, and it's been like that for generations. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're going back to uh, in the cab. I, I I got a cab home from the station last night, and I was talking to the to the driver, and we were talking about Blackpool in 1970, which I'm sure you guys would have read about the, the game where Bobby Moore yeah. went on the piss to yeah. uh, Brian London's club the night before with Jimmy Greaves and Clyde Best of all people. We ended up getting humiliated by a, a, a lower league Black Blackpool at the time, um, and it's you know pretty much been the same since you know mm. going through the years. I mean, look at all the look at all the crappy. I mean, remember beating Emily two one the non league Emily. They were oh, beating so, us, yeah. you know, in night when ninety seven ninety eight and yeah. games like that. And you just think, oh god, mm. Tranmere, um, Stockport, you know, Stockport. Luton. Oh gosh. Luton. Oh, Some hey, terrible, boys, terrible. Come on. Hang on a minute. Do you know what? He's convinced <laughs> me we're going out. <laughs> we started on a real up and we came in, and now we're, we're pretty much I'm here. pairing the nooses. I'm glad I'm here to end this. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it down on the whole show. We're but not no, the listen. Poor, we're, listen, we've got to stop thinking like the poor relations. You're right. You know? You're so right. We're, we're, we're changing, we're moving house. Mm. We are like not hyacinth bouquet. <laughs> you know, we don't have delusions of grandeur. We're actually winning games. We and, are a and, good team, and we we are a good team, yeah. and we're playing well. And I tell you what, someone else I wanted to mention, Darren Randolph, last night. Oh, fantastic! Had a fantastic mm. game, and I was so pleased for him as well. And how great is it to have a second string goalkeeper who can pull off saves like that and be quite commanding? You yeah. know, commanding the box and comfortable and strong and you know so brilliant. We, yeah. we I went to South End uh, in pre-season Dimitri sure. Pyatt's first game as well, and <laughs> Randolph was in goal that day. Uh, we won three two. I think Pyatt it was it was like a virtuoso show. He was fantastic. But mm. Darren Randolph dropped two balls, two crosses over oh. the line, oh. and we we're all sitting there thinking, what what have we done? Yeah, <coughs> signing this guy. And I don't think he's put a foot wrong since. I can't think of a fumble or, or a, no. you know, a mistake he's made. Last night he was tremendous. Um, Liverpool in the first game let, let's, uh, as well. Let, let's you know give him credit where it's due. Again, yeah. he was brilliant that night. But last night when Benteke goes through, I thought that was it. To be, we, how many how many of us in the ground do you reckon were sitting there thinking, this is, we're yeah. all right, Randolph's going to save this. I was walking yeah, out no, the gate. I, yeah. <laughs> I thought, no, this is it now. <laughs> you know, Paul yeah. of you're absolutely right, but he's been absolutely fantastic and he didn't cost us a penny you know mm. this yeah. is the thing is a, a free transfer yeah, and I saw your tweet earlier about how much the Liverpool so-called oh, yeah. kids pay uh, you know how much they cost to yeah. how much we cost yeah. so you know I think we should give ourselves a little bit more credit for you know the performance we put in last night this yeah. has been a bugbear of mine all day because I'm, I'm preparing the opposition view for, for KUMB which is a collection of, of uh, comments from others from Liverpool fans on, on, on mm-hmm. their own sites and there's a constant theme on there that, um, and even in the media as well, to be fair, that, yeah. that Liverpool put out a team of kids 
and West Ham had their first team. It was a complete load of nonsense. I mean, you look at the Liverpool team, what was it, 90-something million yeah. uh, that team cost to build, whereas ours was 72. But, you know, we, we were missing players like Adrian, our first-choice goalkeeper, Sacco, our, our best goal yeah. scorer, Lanzini, yeah. our creative force in midfield, and so on and so forth, uh, a, a, a decent right-back. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot of players no, out. Tom so. Kins, Winston Reid went off. Mm. You know. Well, exactly, yeah. When you look at all the players we lost during the game yeah. as well, um, you know, we and it just seemed a little bit unfair to me. But um, yeah, mm. excellent. What a night! <laughs> what Who, a cares? Night. Who, Who cares? cares? Who cares? If we can dream for a second, imagine we beat Blackburn and then get a home tie <laughs> in the quarterfinal, Upton Park, and then we'll yeah. know that is going to be the last FA Cup game at Upton Park yeah. going into that game. And then we've got Wembley if we win. I mean, just imagine what that day will be like. We can have two now. I was reading Paddy Barkley in the Standard on the way up, and then I suppose it's possible that the uh, oh, the next the tie could go to a replay. Yeah. So there is a potential yeah. for two. But I mean, it would be it would be brilliant to end on a quarter final, wouldn't it? At the bowling, get a big team, someone you know, someone like um, if we not win top, it. I'm trying to think of a big team. Oh no, I want a rubbish team. I don't know what <laughs> you want. Rubbish, I don't know yeah. what you, you've lost the plot there. <laughs> we want I, some I want, absolute drops. I want Peterborough to beat <laughs> West Brom tonight, <laughs> yeah. and then we play them. We take yeah. them in the quarters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. That'd the be worst good. team in the hat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Peter, bro. Yeah. <laughs> With the greatest of respect. Yeah. Um, in other West Ham news, we mentioned Payet there. Obviously, he was linked with China, £38 million, oh, yeah. some sort of bumper contract. But he went on Twitter. He's kind of proclaimed his love for us. And, Graham, it seems like we're going to give him a new contract and he's going to stay. It, it, you know, I'm kind of... I find it all a little bit ludicrous, really, that the guy's been here. He's been he's been a sensation. Let's let's get it right. He's been fantastic for the club, but he has only been here for six or seven months. And we're talking about offering bumper new contracts already, which just seems a bit odd to me. Um, I was talking on, on the way home with someone about whether or not we should consider selling him at forty <gasps> million. Um, this is sacrilege. Who look said at this? You this. or him? <laughs> Well, it was just a conversation. First, you know, we, lose you the, do. first we lose the Blackburn in the cup now, Miss. <laughs> Listen, from your lips to God's ears, you need to like, you need to hold it down, Graham. The, this, this is this is the point we were considering at the age of twenty-nine. Mm. He's probably got one more season at his very best, uh, uh, at his peak, you know, uh, in in the Premier League. Um, you'd probably expect him to carry on for two or three years more. Forty million's a lot of money. Could buy an awful, mm. you know, could buy a couple of really, really strong players. Um, or I, would, I, a, would I sell him? No, I wouldn't. Or we no, could I have wouldn't. a brilliant season in our first season in Olympic Stadium. Yeah, yeah which, well, this is it. This is it. I, I, I wouldn't sell him, B, personally, because to me, um, you know, a football club should keep its best players. I mean, you can't you can't score goals with pound notes at the end of the day. All right, you can buy a place to do that, but there's no guarantee. Yeah. Um, and we know he's going to be a star for this club for the next two or three years if he stays. He's going to be another Paolo Di Canio. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that this generation has got someone like that as well. You know, because there's we've not really had anyone like that at the club, have we? No. That, not that for kind a while. of figure um, since Di Canio. Can, I don't know if you guys can think of anybody, but Colin Cole. <laughs> How can I forget the mighty cup? But for me, it, it was Trevor Brookings. I, mean, I, I grew up in that, you know, in, in the late seventies when we had Brookings and Devonshire's mm, yeah. and Phil Parks. Throughout the team, Billy Bonds, there was a star you could pick. You know who you wanted to be. We don't really have so much, so many players like that now. So mm. I think keeping him is essential. But it's a lot of money. It's yeah. an awful lot of money. But this is the test. Only I mean, if you spend it well. Yeah, That's well, exactly. Thing, it's, it? You know, you you can spend it on duffers. I mean, as we Tiki did with Kamara. Rio at that time. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> Davor Suka. Oh, gosh. Um, what, 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 who, <laughs> Rag, Raggy Soma. How can we forget the, the oh, mighty time. Raggy Soma? Yeah. <laughs> you know. No, Bianca, do you think the payette is here now for a, a while? I think so. I, I think he loves 
the fans. I think the fans love him. I think a lot of our players are really excited to play in the mm. Olympic Stadium next season. So I can't see him going anywhere. I really can't. Yeah. And I won't allow it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll meet him at the airport. You won't <laughs> Good luck getting to Shanghai when I'm blocking your way, mate. Yeah. Um, well, I've got you locked in my cellar. <laughs> um, Olympic Stadium news: seats are being prepared. Graham, have you seen the pictures of the seats getting ripped out and prepared? Yeah, I've seen the pictures of the holes. They look they look very very mm. attractive at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think about? I mean, personally, I, I'm I, I don't care what colour the seats are once you sit on them you don't see them anyway and if you look at the bowling ground now those claret seats look bloody awful at least with white seats they don't fade you know or or not noticeably anyway but yeah um yeah what do you what do you think yeah necessary way to spend hundreds of thousands i did want claret seats i think it was a big deal for me because it wanted you want that same to have the identity of west ham Mm. but i guess this is a compromise yeah. It's all right. And like you say, when people are in it, I think the bigger challenge is going to be make it the wrap around the stadium and all the little bits inside, you know, like the kind of it divider. Has like yeah. 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 It has to feel like home. It has to feel like home. I hope they spend, because I went there for the um, rug, uh, Romania France game in the rugby, and it was a, had a real sense of being completely unfinished. Like there was like bits of kind of towel pouring, <laughs> big holes everywhere. I That's hope West we Ham, don't. Though, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I mean, first impressions are going to count. And I I hope yeah. we've sorted sorted that out. But Bianca, what, what do you make of like the 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 seating plan and the? Well, I would I would have wanted every single thing mm. in the place to be claret and blue. That's just me. I just feel like that lends you know, that's what makes a, ha- a house a home, doesn't it? The, the personal mm. touches, the touches and yeah. yeah, and I don't think sort of putting a few pictures up of old West Ham players is is going to quite cut it, but. You know, it has to be a compromise, but there's no point getting a free stadium if it doesn't feel like home. Mm. Um, that's that's my only worry with it. But we we shall see. We'll, we shall see what it's like. We'll have to we'll have to make it our own, won't we? I wonder mm. what Tottenham will think when they play there with all those claret and blue seats everywhere. <laughs> well, this is the next point. So the LLDC West yeah. Ham are kind of uh, in it, having a row regarding whether or not other clubs are allowed to play in the Olympic Stadium. Firstly, how would you take to it, Graham? It's. I, I wish that we had been. I wish the club had been straight up with everybody from the start. Mm. I wish you know rather than saying that there was no way that another club could play in there, they would. They'd been completely honest. Um, I don't. Th- I, I don't think anyone is going to go in there because, for, for partly for that reason, is because it's going to be completely West Hamified, the the entire yeah. stadium and surrounding area, and. You know, Tottenham fans aren't going to want to go and play there, are they? For your Chelsea fans, you, you can't see that. Um, I don't think they would want it more than anything, do you? Yeah. Well, this, we had this, though, with the stadium itself, didn't we? When Levy and, and, and Tottenham were making waves about moving in there, the fans yeah. didn't want to know. They, no. they, they didn't want to move to But Eastern. especially mm. once, it, it is our stadium now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, at least then there, there was a chance because, you know, it would have been more of a ground share. Yeah. but. You know, everything's going to be ours, the colours and, Mm. you know, it is our stadium. So the chances of Tottenham wanting to share that are minimal, I'd I'd, say. Absolutely, I agree completely. Yeah. Um, Okay. lastly, Ricardo Vazte has left England. 
to gone to e- and gone to either Portugal or Turkey. We think <laughs> Turkey. We believe <laughs> KUMB understands that he's yeah. re- re- returned to his former sources. club. Our sources <laughs> say um, <laughs> he's gone back to Turkey. Isn't he? I think with the, with the club he left to go to Charlton. Yeah, uh, the name of which I, I can't remember right now. They're, they're not a big one, are they? Anyway, they're, they're not one of the the Galas or the the Besiktas or, or yeah. anyone like that. Um, but he's twenty nine. That's one thing that's kind of struck me, isn't yeah. he? Like, he's still got some years left. So what has happened to him? Because he was such a good player. He did well for us, didn't he? I, yeah. I liked him. I liked him and yeah, I liked him liked personally him. as well. He was a nice guy. Yeah. Um, we, we did some work with him, didn't we, for the awards that year. He yeah. collected a couple of trophies. And he was really, really Which he really didn't win. Nice. Yeah, I interviewed Which he didn't win. He really collected <laughs> yeah. on behalf of someone else, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. And he was still really kind of quite, you know, happy yeah, to, to be Yeah, I interviewed him and he, he did seem like a really nice guy. Yeah. Mm. But he was great. I mean, the, the thing about Vazte is that he's going to remain in you know West Ham folklore forever, well, purely it. because he scored that goal yeah. at, exactly. at Wembley that sent us back to so the thank you very same much. as Bobby Zamora. You know, yeah. he'll always um, be thought of fondly. Akizar Belladiaspor. That's the one. I knew it was him. <laughs> it just came to me <laughs> <laughs> in a flash. <laughs> and I think uh, they're sort of six or seven, so they're a similar kind of uh, you know stature in their in their local league to, to we are here, I guess. But yeah. it's it's a really strange one. I don't know why he failed at Charlton I think Riga the, the boss there is a bit of a character isn't he and I, I we were told recently that Oxford Reese Oxford was supposed to be going there yes, alone and, and Riga uh, vetoed down, it which it? is yeah. bizarre you know I mean he can't why would you not want uh, Reese Oxford exactly the kids are star at the Premier yeah. League you know Yeah. Um, but there, were, there was actually a funny comment he was also linked with South End on transfer deadline day and um there was a comment about uh, on, on one of the South End forums where one of the supporters was saying that, you know, we, we can't turn this kid down. He had uh, Ozil in his pocket on the opening day of the season and, and some someone replied, well, that's going to be great if uh, Colchester signed Ozil on loan then for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> that was a brilliant comment. But um, I, no, but I, I don't understand it. Why, why, would, why would you turn, you know, why would you, why would you turn that opportunity down to sign him? Mm. But strange one. But Vastay, you know, I wish him all the best. He, he, he he worked for us. He was a grafter. You know, he didn't shirk his responsibilities. Um, and I remember talking to him at that time and he was just really desperate to play. He just wanted to, to play football. Mm. Um, we just didn't get the opportunity. I guess when you're t- 28, 29, you're thinking, if I don't play now, then this is it. You know, I need a club. Yeah. So there you go. And that's why he took the move. But good luck yeah. to him. Wish him all the best anyway. Yeah. I hope he plays a Mark Noble's testimonial. Is that even in, in the offing? It'd be lovely to see him. It would, more so than Ravel Morris. Yeah. I'm still not quite sure is, is, why he's involved. Why? What is that about? I have no idea. Why? I, I don't know. I don't know. That must be a personal thing to Mark. They must yeah, just be they must have got a maybe friends, like yeah. a father or a big brother figure yeah. to him yeah. or something. Uh, it's bizarre. Thought. Bizarre. Yeah. You've got, you know, you've got those crates. <laughs> you know, Ravel Morrison. Who's <laughs> yeah. having a torrid time in Italy as well, isn't he? I think he's having yeah. a bit of a tough time. He's not getting in the team Yeah, I heard there. he was supposed to be coming back to these shores. Oh, we keep hearing it be, don't we? And, and yeah. you know, that... Uh, he might be oh, I hope not anyway I mean you know I, I feel for the guy and I, I, I do wish him all the best because he's had a he's had a tough time and you know I, I don't think sometimes people realise that footballers are only people Russell Brand too. said this didn't he at the start yeah. of the series the footballers are only people too mm. um, with the same you know um difficulties regardless mm. of the fact that they're earning good money and he's had a tough upbringing he's had a tough time so I really do hope it works out for him but I hope it's somewhere else really you know and you hope it's he sorts it out before it's not too late because such Mm. a shame isn't it to waste such natural well he is he's 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 he's, he's a brilliant player and again the the goal he scored against Spurs again which will go down in exactly and when and when a player you know even if he didn't do much after that just to have that moment yeah you know and what a moment it was it was fantastic you know 
it was a, a great night. Well, we had two in a, in a row, yeah. didn't we, that season? Yeah. Didn't we beat them twice in a row? Yeah. yeah. It seems so long ago now. <laughs> <laughs> now, we, yeah. now we're thrashing Liverpool every time. Yeah. We play. You know, we've moved on to bigger things now. Yeah, exactly. Tottenham, you're not worth it anymore. Yeah. And this weekend, Norwich away, Carrow Road. I yeah. mean, from my memory, we usually start well there and then fade away in the second half. So maybe you might emerge from this game pleased. <laughs> I don't know if that would be any better or worse, would it? <laughs> would just be nice to have finish. a consistent 90 minutes or, or you know, um, uh, tough so, game. Yeah, predictions-wise, Graham, what do you think? I, I, I can't see us winning it. I don't see us. I, I think... Oh, God. I think... Well, they really, like they, yeah, but they really need a win, though, don't they? Yeah, I think they, they, have, they haven't won in five league matches, I think, or six. I don't know what it is, but... We're going to be patched up. We're going to be like the walking wounded. So <laughs> yeah, Joey O'Brien in goal. Someone like that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock the Joey. We we love him in our little yeah, corner yeah. of the West End. Joey O'Brien. There's there's an Irish uh, guy um, called Tony who sits in front of me, who's a huge fan, big big Joey O'Brien fan, and he won't have a word said against really? him. Really? Yeah. But but I no. I, I what don't did he say when he got nutmegged in the box? Last <laughs> night? I think he was out getting a beer at the time. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't see us winning it. Hopefully, we'll. we'll I'd like to see us win, obviously. But I, I just think, as B says, they're in they're in dire straits. They need a win, desperately need a win. Um, you know, we're quite benevolent where teams, in, uh, you know, in that situation are, are, are concerned. Mm. I think uh, over the years, and our record, you know, this season hasn't been great. You know, Bournemouth, um, you know, Norwich at home earlier in the season, we were lucky to get a draw. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sunderland again, we were two down before we, we got going. Uh, Villa and, and Swansea, where we got yep. draws, mm. um, we we didn't play well. I think that Swansea game, they had something like seventy one, seventy two percent of possession. And again, as mm. as you say rightly, B. It isn't all about possession, but it gives you an indication of the, of the the flow of the game. So we need to pick it up. We need to put in a performance, and I hope Slav and the team are, are really getting at them this weekend and saying, "Look, you know, we, it's about time we started sorting these these starts out and, and these performances yeah. out." And you know, I would we'll sacrifice the three points so for the you know the next week. Well, Black- to beat Blackburn, yeah, mm. I would. I mean, you make a point there. Like we 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 don't play well against the bad teams away from home. I mean, Blackburn, they're not doing well. That's potentially terrifying. Well, this is what I'm saying. This yeah. is this is this is a, a West Ham banana skin. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a typical typical cup mm. game where we're expected to go there. Chesterfield and I remember Chesterfield. Yeah. A terrible game. But that's why I hope he doesn't well. rush players back next uh, at yeah. Norwich. Yeah. Mm. You know, for. Uh, three points when to me getting past Blackburn is, is the all important one Yeah, we've got so many points this season anyway I'm sure we can afford to lose another yeah. <laughs> Never um, we've got Sunderland the week after oh, easy, that's, easy. that's nailed on the three return of Sam. how do you think that's going to go down oh. Sam Allardyce I, everyone I spoke to last yeah. night was like we must not lose that <laughs> game <laughs> do you think I, he's going to get a terrible reception I really hope no, he I gets a nice you don't yeah. I, think, I think it will reflect so badly on us as fans and reflect so badly on the club we're really ungrateful because yeah. whatever you think about the man exactly. he, did a, he did a good job on paper and I think I think we should just definitely politely applaud him cheer him and then you know when we get beat wind him up (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly I echo your sentiments I hope hope so I think we'll look terrible we'll look like bad fans if if we give him a load of stick from the start Uh, we need to be gracious yeah, no. exactly. We're a cut above. You know, they're struggling <laughs> yeah. down there, way, way, way yeah. down there. Let's be nice about it. Yeah, but... Let's beat them and then let's laugh. <laughs> and then when we go 4 <laughs> four nil up, that's when the chance starts. <laughs> but initially, no, I do. In, in, oh, in, you're you've got, Aladon. Yeah, but you've got, <laughs> to respect, you've got to respect him. You know, he did, he did do a, a great job. 
Imagine if we lose. Imagine if we lose and he he cups his ear at full time. Oh my God, he will. (laughs) That would be awesome. I'd applaud that. I think it would be that. Just just for the sheer, you know. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, for the goal of it. Yeah, absolutely. But we've, we've all sat here, all of us have said in the past, I think, that we, we appreciate what Sam yeah. did for West Ham. Mm. I definitely um, there, there's a lot I of people, liked him. I, I did. I thought he was, he, was, he was okay. I mean, we you know, we're, we're, in, we're enjoying um, the situation we're in at the moment. But if it wasn't for the four years of Sam Allardyce... That's it. We wouldn't be here. It was an evolution. Yeah. It was. It was and, totally. You know, year even on, though year on, yeah. I was, I was worried when when he left because I was worried before we signed Bilic, Obviously, what would happen this season? But it's worked out great for us. That's brilliant. But I do think we shouldn't forget what Sam Allardyce did yeah, yeah. coming yeah. in after the. Oh. The shitstorm of yeah, that yeah. Crumb, I was trying to honest. find a, a word. Where... Does that work? <laughs> yeah, perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I, exactly. I can swear you can't. <laughs> um, Bianca Norwich. I was swearing last night, though, by the way. <laughs> In the boxes. That's Quite loudly. Nor- Norwich away. What do you think? Predictions? Um, I'm going to go for nil-nil. Yeah, I'll take that. Graham? I think one all. I, I, yeah, I think I think we'll uh, we'll probably concede an early goal and, and and come back and end up taking them to the cleaners, but not being able to score yeah. again. I'm gonna plump, I'm gonna plump for a win. Yes, mm. I think we can. Someone got two one. So their the confidence is low. Goal scorers: uh, Payet and Valencia. Even Times. Had a bit of a <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to give all position? that away. But, uh, <laughs> if you wanted to make a bet, go to aahsport.com. <laughs> Uh, Graham, thank you very much for joining us. It's been an, an absolute pleasure as always. Thank you for having me back. Uh, obviously, KUMB, D-O-T-C-O-M on Twitter. That's the one, yeah. yeah. KUMB.com. Yeah. yeah. Big fans of your work. What can I say? <laughs> still still sticking at it. Yeah. Uh, Bianca, you're on Twitter, obviously. Yep, BWE Westwood. There you go. You can also get in touch with the show on the KMB website and on uh, our email address, podcast at KMB.com. Follow myself, Chris, on CJ Skull with a C on Twitter. Well, we'll speak to you after the Norwich game, Bianca. We've got a huge guest next week. We do have a fabulous guest. We started this podcast a bit badly with the complete lack of knowledge in anything, but I think we rallied towards the end, didn't we? And next week, yeah, we do have a fabulous guest in, but we won't tell you who it is. It is going to blow your socks off. Tune in next week. In the meantime, come on, you irons. Come on, you irons.